Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Zach Partridge. What up, dog? What up? Fight time. It's almost fight time for you. Oh, two weeks from weigh-ins. You're feeling it, huh? Yeah. You're a little tired today? I no. Like it. No? I'm just, good. Just getting in the zone? sore, yeah. Getting in the zone? Sore. I like it. Had a good workout this morning. Nice. UFC 272 tomorrow night, Covington versus Masvidal. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. We've been arguing on the phone about who we think is going to win. Now we're going to break it down and give you our best picks. Do you have your DraftKings lineup up yet? Nope. Not yet? Nope. I'm not. We're right. not worried about it. I'm not giving DraftKings out on here anymore. So. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. People can ask me for it. But, yeah. We, uh, we're going to make this one kind of short and sweet. Zach's going to uh, have a little family, family weekend. Time. Family time. A family weekend time. So we are going to jam through this. All right. First up, light heavyweight division. We have Dustin Jacoby versus Mikhail Olek. I'm not even, I'm going to murder that guy's name. Hussar. That's his nickname, Hussar. We're well, going to go, go with that. Yeah. We're going to go with Jacoby versus Jakar. Jacoby's 16, 5, and 1. He stands six foot three with a 68 inch reach. Hussar, 16 and 4. He stands six foot tall with a 74 inch reach. So Jacoby, bigger, longer fighter. Two to one favorite comeback is plus one seventy on Hussar. Jacoby's been really good since he's been back in the UFC. He hasn't lost. Yep, he's been on fire. I don't think it changes this one. Do uh, you? No, but I, I kind of, I kind of feel like um, he's also been getting favorable matchups. Of guys. he's a kickboxer. He's yeah. been getting other guys that'll stand with him. I think, uh, I think it's a little more competitive than what people are thinking. But I'm with you. I'm taking. Mikhail Usar, whatever. I if he can get the fight to the ground, he could have some success. But Jacoby, it's not like he's easy to get to the ground either. So. Yeah. But I think Dustin Jacoby gets it done. I imagine a decision. Dustin Jacoby, one to one. All right. Next up in the where are we at here? Let's go. Wait, wait. Lightweight division. We got Ladovet Klein, Mister Highlight versus Devonte King Cage Smith. Uh, Klein is 17 and four stands five foot seven with a 72 inch reach Smith 11 and three. He stands five foot nine with a 76 inch reach. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Klein is taking this fight on short, short notice. notice. Yes. yes. So this, this is a short notice fight. Um, I like Smith. He's been in camp. He's been getting ready for this fight mm -hmm. change of opponents, but I, I think Smith, uh, it's pretty athletic. He's had some, kind of bummer performances but i think he's finally coming into this fight i mean worthy and malarkey aren't bad guys to lose to no not at all justin james was he got that win but justin took it on short notice but justin's also not in the ufc anymore and yep. just lost his first fight out of the ufc i mean i i, I would caution on this one but i am picking smith as what's, well what's the odds on this one i think smith's just a flat, slight favorite if i'm not mistaken yeah odds are pretty close which i i actually think it's going to be a competitive fight but i'm with you i'm going to take the it, it's close enough if they're both going on a, on a full camp i probably i would I, I would probably be taking Klein here but i just i just don't know where where he's at both on smith i guess I hate when we agree uh, next. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm still mad at Klein. He lost to that dork Nate Landon. Oh, I remember that. So, you yeah, were... He's dead to me. He's dead to you. I forgot about that. Yeah, Klein. 
Next so, up in the, in the flyweight division, we got Tim Elliott versus Tagir Ulanbekov. Uh, Elliott, 17, 2 and 1, stands 5 foot 7 with a 67 inch reach. Ulanbekov is 5 foot 7 with a 70 inch reach. Uh, Bekov is a minus 235 favorite. The comeback is plus 190 for Tim Elliott. You know, I love Tim Elliott. You know, I love Glory MMA. I don't, I don't, I don't know if Tim Elliott wins this fight, but I also know that it should be closer than minus two thirty five for Tagar. That's what I'm feeling too. I, I feel like Tim Elliott's a he's a vet and he's good. So his look at his last three losses. Name off the last three losses. So for I'm Tim, not even looking, but so for Tim Elliott, his last three losses. Last three losses are uh, Mathis Nicolau. Brandon Royvel, Asker, Asker Askarov, and Devison Figueredo. So those are his last four oh, losses. So I, I was talking about those three, though, before yeah. he lost his last So he lost to Royvel, Askarov, and the champ, Figueredo. And he looked – he just didn't look that good in his last fight. Remember, he 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 just showed no urgency to get up off the bottom. That's – yep. He's taking no damage but never got up off the bottom and just lost. And it was just – it was a it was kind of a weird fight. He had an off fight. But usually he loses to – Really good guys, mm-hmm. and then but when he fights like up and comers, he beats them. Are we betting against the Russian? Are we breaking our podcast rule? No, I'm not betting on Tim Elliott, but I am saying it's closer than odds. It's very close. I I would suspect that our Russian friend gets like a 29-28 unanimous decision, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's and it is one like. This is not a parlay piece. This is not anything I'm feeling good about. Yeah, so far I don't have anything that I see that I'm liking that's like standing out to yeah. me. Like I want to bet this fight. Yeah, no, um, they're they're all like the values off, or I'm not sure. Um, Umar Nurmagomedov against Brian Boom Kelleher. Do we even really need to break this one down? I mean, nothing. This is another one though. Look at the odds. The, I did That's see that. bonkers. He's like minus six, I think he's 10 to 1. No, I think he's 10 to 1 now. No. Yeah. He's minus 850 at. Oh, I, he, on I, principle, I'd, I'd take Kelleher. I he's, was thinking the same thing. He's not even, He's. I don't even think he finishes Kelleher. He, and he can, Kelleher could crack. Yeah. Kelleher could can And has crack. good submissions. Um, yeah. Bet 365 has him at minus 1,000. Everybody else is right around 8 to 1. I mean, like, out of principle, you almost have to put a little on Kelleher. I don't think he's going to win, but maybe five bucks to win 50? Yeah. Like, come on. Come on. It's it's the fight game. Anything Keller, can happen, right? Keller is, Keller is dangerous. You want to talk about another vet, right? You know, I mean, it, if somebody's going to beat, they're going to bait off Umar. This is Khabib's nephew, right? Yeah. Some, yeah. Cousin. Uh, if you're going to beat him, it's going to be a vet like Brian Kelleher. And Kelleher's tough. And this fight should be noted. It's at 145 instead of. Uh, yes, one thirty-five, like correct, originally scheduled. So yes. that's kind of interesting. Did they up that? Update that already? They yeah. haven't yet. All right. Uh, so the our a pick is going to be Nurmagomedov, um, but we're we're not. If anything, saying, I might sprinkle a little, sprinkle a little lunch money or a monster, you know, five bucks on Kelleher. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Uh, next up, this will be a fun fight. Because they don't like each other, and the women train fighting, together. They used to train together, and there's a lot of beef between. This is like like you know, Colby and Horace. It, 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 that this should be the co-main event. 
the the grudge Cobain invade. Go if you guys don't know the story, go go, go you do some Google research. It. Yeah, it's these girls wild. do not like talk each smack other. on each other. It's pretty good. Marina Moraz and Mariah uh, Agapova. Moraz ten and three. She stands five foot seven with a sixty seven inch reach. Agapova. She's 10 and two. She stands five foot six with a 68 inch reach. Um, yeah, a lot of, a uh, lot of gym beef between those two. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's pretty bronkers. We, we don't have time to get into it today, but it is pretty fun and it's going to be aggressive. And um, I like the underdog in this one. You like Agapova as the underdog? I do. She is. A, I mean, she's, she's one. She's a killer Two. She's she lost to so she lost to Tracy Cortez. It's not a bad loss. Her two losses. Her other loss was to Shayna Dobson. Time out. It's showing her on Tapology as Agapova being the underdog. She's not the underdog. Agapova's oh. the favorite. Okay. Moreau well, she, is is okay. Well, is I still like Agapova. Yeah. I, I I was just going off the Tapology. Yeah. That's tapology has her at plus one fifty five. That's that's not right. If you're looking at Tapology, if what you go to if you go to best uh, bestfightodds.com. Um, she is minus 180. Yeah, she she has the more upside. She's yeah, younger. She's well, talented. She came in with a lot of height. Well, she's aggressive and she's mean. She, uh, well, she was piecing up Shauna Dobson until she got to gas. She gassed. She got, she was cocky. She's yeah. a little, she's a little cocky. Uh, but I don't mind the swagger. It's a yeah. good learning lesson. She'll learn how to pace herself a little bit yeah. better. I, 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 I don't think she wins. I think she, she finishes her. She like emphatically dominates her. You think she dominates her? Yeah, I do. That's a good parlay piece at minus one eighty. I like her a lot. I don't know if I like it enough to be a parlay. Oh, I do. Mm, man, so there you go. Yeah. I'm gonna pick Agapova, but I, I, I'm not betting now. Different levels of confidence on this. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's, that's cool. You know, it's all good. All right. Next up in the light heavyweight division, we got Nick Nuga Moreno against Kennedy Zachuku and Jikwe and Jikwe and Jikwe, the African Savage against Nico. Nico's 11 and one stands six foot tall with a 78 inch reach. African Savage is nine and two. He stands six foot five with an 83 inch reach. Man, he's a big dude. I'm taking Kennedy. I'm taking Kennedy as well. Florida MMA. Yeah. He looks really good. He's kind of always the bigger guy. Uh, he's a huge 205er. Huge 205er. He's, he's a ginormous 205er. I know he got knocked out in his last fight, but. Um, you know, that Carlos Uberg win, Danilo Marquez win, Darko Stork win. Like, I, I like him. He only, uh, yeah, I, I actually, what, what are the odds on this one? Odds on this one are, it's pretty close. Uh, he's favored minus 145 to come back. Ooh, really plus like 125. That. Really like Kennedy. It's good. It's a close fight. I really like Kennedy. I like the value on that. So we're both on Kennedy. Uh, next up. In the strawweight division, we got Marina Rodriguez against Zaneng Yang. Rodriguez is 8-15-1 and 2. She stands 5'6 with a 65-inch reach. Uh, Yang, 13 and 2, stands 5'5 with a 63-inch reach. Um, I actually got to watch Yang train at Team Alpha Male when we were out there over, yeah. over the holidays. But I think she's in trouble. I think Marina Rodriguez. She should be fighting we- for the belt. We we saw we saw something when she fought Mackenzie Dern. She almost submitted solid her. on the ground, and just dude, she's she is her hands are good. If it wasn't her for, hands are good, 
Um, she should be having the title fight if it wasn't for, um, who am I thinking of? I'm getting there. What? Why should she have the title fight? Because, oh, uh, Carla Sparza is getting the Rose yeah. fight. Well, Carla she, beat her. Yeah, that's why they're doing it. It's fair. Marina She's close. She's Marina's right I mean, there. I mean, this is this is a number one contender fight. Yeah, but I think Marina mops her up. Mops. Yeah. I don't hate it. I I'm very confident in saying I think she's gonna win. Yeah. In fact, she is. I have a little parlay, and she is the first leg of my little parlay. I like it. A little sprinkle on there. I like it. All right. Next up. Fun fight. We're not disagreeing on much, are we? Next yeah. up, this one, oh man, this is another coin flip fight at uh, lightweight. Uh, Jalen Turner, the tarantula against Jamie Malarkey. Jalen Turner, six foot three with a 75 and a half inch reach. And Jamie Malarkey, 14 and four, stands six foot tall with a 74 inch reach. Both big guys for, for that division. Both over six feet. Reach is about the same. This is a fun fight. Pretty much coin flip as far as odds. Turner's a, a slight favorite at minus 155. And the comeback is plus 130 for Malarkey. I'm taking the underdog. Jamie Malarkey. Me too. Dang it. I like Malarkey. I think he's sneaky, sneaky tough. I do too. You thought you had me there, didn't you? Yeah, I kind of did. Oh, no, we... bump time. We're getting there. We're almost there. Oh, we're getting there. We are getting there. We've been arguing about it all morning. Um, so we're both on the underdog on this one. You like Malarkey? Yeah, I do. Like, I mean, I'm not like overconfident. I think it's a well matched up fight. It's pretty this, even, yeah. but it's a coin flip, and I'm giving me the plus money. And I and even if Malarkey was a slight favorite, I think I'd take him because I I do just think he's slightly better. Yeah, he looked phenomenal in his last fight as well. Like, I think he could. I I, I think his last two fights knocked out Kamara Worthy, knocks out Devonte Smith, like. I think we could see him go on a little bit of a run here. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm taking the I'm taking the dog. Yeah. Uh, next up, this fight I do not care about. I don't know why it's on the main card. Sergey Spivak. Time out. What? I would take both the girl fights above this on the main card and Malarkey and Turner on this. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. You know why? Because it's Greg Hardy. It's Greg Hardy. Spivak's really not. That did you good hear? To me there. Did you see? I like Spivak. I, I actually know you think do. He's solid. I know you do. I actually think Spivak's solid. Like Greg Hardy's just an athlete. So apparently he's like fat as oh, all he get out now. He's yeah. trying to trying to catch up to DC. Yeah, he looks in the super heavyweight division now. And uh he said he walks around like over 300 pounds now and then cut down from what did he say he was like 190 on Monday or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And he doesn't look good. No. Like it doesn't look like he's put on good weight at all. And I've heard people, I, I listened to our guy, Jay Lynch's breakdown. Did yeah. you listen to his yep. breakdown? Yep. And I, he's like, he likes Hardy by knockout because he's athletic. I think Spivak takes him down. And if, if Greg Hardy has one giant deficiency, it's on the ground. Yeah. And Spivak's good on the ground. Spivak by submission. You know what's How about that? Ooh, I like that. You know what? I was actually leaning Greg Hardy when I first saw this fight because of, I thought he would be more athletic. I don't but think these pretty bad happy. weight. Doesn't that hurt your athleticism? That's that changed my mind. When I saw that, I was like, no, I just but, I can't. I can't I can't. Okay. Ready? Spivak has three losses. Okay. Tom Aspinall, gonna yeah. be a future heavyweight contender. Yeah. Right? Marcin Tibera, good. Decent. Like yep. probably, probably a 
but borderline 10 to 15 gatekeeper guy. Yep. Forever, right? Yep, yep. Walt Harris. It's pretty good. Stud. Vet. Yeah. Vet. That yep. was his first. Like, I like Spivak. And I thought his win over Alexio Olenek was really impressive. Yeah, that that press conference when he said he was what he walks around at and what he was Monday, it's like. That's not good, You had me, man. He had me until that. So what are the odds? Spivak. Uh, Spivak's a uh, two-to-one favorite. Minus, two, uh, minus 195. Comeback is plus 165 on Hardy. What's Spivak by submission? Whew. Let's see. That's the one I like. Plus 300. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'll that, that might have to be just a little. I'll try, I'll try you on that one. I don't think Spivak should stand and bang with. No. Like Tai Tuivasa did. No, I don't think so either. But if he's he can smart. wrestle him, I, I think Greg Hardy's in trouble. Uh, next up in the welterweight division, we got Kevin Holland against Alex Cowboy Oliveira. Uh, Holland's 21 and seven stands six foot three with an 81 inch reach. Oliveira 22, 11 and one. He stands five foot 11 with a 76 and a half inch reach. Oliveira can sneaky put on some good performances. He's a vet, but um, I, I think Holland fighting at 170. He looked good too. That's his weight class. That's where he should have been all along. Mm -hmm. I get you can't keep cutting down over and over with as active as he was, but I I really, really like Holland in this spot. I think he makes it look easy, if not, doesn't get the finish. Holland is another part of my parlay piece with Marina Rodriguez that I really like. So I, yeah, I think I think Oliveira's kind of on the on the end. He's on a three fight losing streak. Yeah. Um so he, I'm going going Holland as well. He he was really good and he crafty and stuff but it seems like people have kind of figured him out yeah yep uh next up this will be a fun one too this is a fun fight featherweight division we got edson barbosa against bryce thug nasty mitchell uh barbosa 22 and 10 stands 5 foot 11 with a 75 inch reach mitchell 14 and 0 stands 5 foot 10 with a 70 inch reach this is a very interesting fight this is hard for me very interesting because i love both of these guys for two different reasons one last time I picked against Bryce Mitchell, it was against Andre Feely because I thought that there yeah. was too much too soon. Yep, I did too. And he looked phenomenal. He looked great. And he, and he pretty much controlled the whole fight. And that was his last fight. I'm not making that mistake again. I'm I but this is a caution if you're going to bet it, because Barbosa is still insanely dangerous. For me. If Barbosa can keep it on the feet, he pieces Mitchell up. That that that's the to me that's the fight. Mitchell gets him on but, the ground, he okay. submits him. What? But Barbosa is a monster. We know his kickboxing and everything. Yes, but dude, I thought that in Barbosa's last fight. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Giga pieced up Barbosa pretty good, but Giga's Giga's pretty dangerous. It was pretty competitive though. It up, was. up until the later round. Yeah, until so, yeah. But I, I just, I think, I think Bryce Mitchell gets him. I, I just, I, I, yeah. Mitchell by submission is plus 200. I think that's his path to victory. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Uh, All right, talk about this for a second. I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going to say Barbosa. I'm not betting it, but I'm going to pick Barbosa. I don't hate it at all. Yeah, it's a, it's super tough one. Zach is pounding the water and he has to go body. All right, next up in is the co-main event. Catchweight 160, Rafael Dos Anjos against Renato Moicano. Uh, Dos Anjos, he is 30 and 13, 
stands five foot eight with a 70 inch reach Moicano 16 four and one. He stands five foot 11 with a 72 inch reach. So a little bit of a height and reach advantage for Moicano, um, who is stepping in for Rafael Faziv, who uh, caught COVID. So Moicano stepped up to the plate and said he would take this fight on short notice. And surprisingly, the odds are pretty close for Moicano stepping up on short notice. RDA, RDA getting no respect. None. None. It's making me kind of pump the brakes a little bit and say, is there is there value in Moicano? I mean, RDA's 37 years old. He's had a lot of tough fights. I mean, what... Kind of think there's a little bit of value in Moicano. Do you really? Yeah. I mean, are, are is this going to be like highlight? Is this going to be like, are we going to see high level Dos Anjos? No. Is it enough to be a Moicano? Or is Moe, can Moicano? I got to go Dos Anjos. I'm not betting this. I'm really not because I something tells me more. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regret this to Sunday morning, but. I'm going to go Dos Anjos, but I think it's close. I think it's a fun fight. I think RDA's ability to wrestle and grapple gets it done. I like that. I I, I don't disagree with that. I I just do. And here's the other thing, too. The one thing, one of the, a big, this is still a five-round fight. Yeah, yeah. They still made it a five-round fight. I love his confidence. I, I, I see. I don't like that for Moicano. I, I would. I, I that makes me even feel better about RDA. He's been getting ready for a five round fight. It's dip, taking a short notice fight is one thing. Getting ready, even when you're in the training room training, preparing for a five round fight is different. Cole made event five round fight too. That's different. I I like RDA, yeah. and I like RDA to take over. I'll bet you it's very close in rounds one and two, and, and I think RDA, RDA starts pulling away. I don't hate it. I don't hate that. Picks RDA. All right, main event time. Woo, it's getting heated. That press conference was a little cheesy. It wasn't cheesy. It's just that they authentically hate each other so much yeah. that it, it was pointless. Yeah, I didn't like some of the – I'm, okay, I'm all about, like, the trash talk. Like, I get that. Hype up the fight. Some of the personal stuff, I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't like It that. takes away from it. It does. For me, it takes away from it. Big time. Big time. Um. Yeah, Kobe Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. You guys know the backstory. These guys used to train together. They lived together. Jorge kind of took Kobe under his wing. Yeah, let him sleep under his let him sleep on his couch. Marissa's couch. Marissa's couch. That's right. It was Marissa's couch while he was out cheating on his wife. Supposedly, allegedly. Who who do you think's getting under whose skin? I think Jorge is under Kobe's skin. You think so? Yeah, I do actually. Jorge was. Jorge was more built for this than Covington as this far is, as like, okay, so here's the deal. Okay. We had a conversation this morning yeah. and, and a lot of it, 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 my, my mind is I'm not, it's not like I'm saying that I think Jorge wins. I think it's closer than people think yeah. one and two, I think, you know, I, 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 I thought about this. I was talking about it with Cole fast at trading this morning it reminds me a little bit and it's only because again because Kobe broke character right yeah at the end of the last Usman fight yeah it reminds me of when 
Khabib was smashing Connor and said, "Let's talk now. Let's talk yeah, now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when Connor gets up at the end of the round, said, "It was. It's only business." Yeah. You know, like it's not personal, whatever. It has that vibe to me where it's like Colby's. Colby's just doing this to pump up the fight. He's only acts this way to pump up the fight. I mean, he crosses across every line with Usman. Talked about his dad being in prison. This and that. His parole yeah. officer going to let him come watch you fight. Cross the cross the line of bringing family into yeah, it, right? Yeah. And he does that. And then after, it's like you know, it's just it's just, it's nothing but respect and love. I'm just trying to you know put money in both of our pockets. And, yeah. And then this and that. And I'm willing to be the bad guy to 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 do that. And you know, and and the mics the mics caught it. They picked it up enough that you knew Colby was trying to make amends a little bit. Yeah. 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 And then he went right back to being a douchebag. And I'll just say it. And and I like Colby the fighter. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. I love watching him fight. Yeah, same. So I have so much respect for what he does. The pace that he puts on people, it's insane. To deal with the pressure. But you can – so here's the other thing I've noticed, especially in the last two Usman fights. He talks all that trash. You can see the pressure of having to back it up on his face, I think, when he walks out. Oh, yeah. He's taking big, deep breaths. Oh, like, yeah. That I mean, if I was to come out and just say everything about an opponent, yeah. cross lines, whatever, and know this guy's gonna try and rip my head off if he yeah. gets the chance. Like if he if he gets an arm bar, he's gonna try and snap my arm. Like yeah. if you know, it's just there's he Connor's very good at it, adding the pressure, right? And yeah. then living up to it. He doesn't I don't feel like he like welcomes it like Connor though, because he knows that it was all for show and he, it's more like it it feels to me almost when they're walking out that he's almost saying like, I need to put on a fake smile. I hope my mouth didn't write a check that my, that, that my butt can't cash. You know what I mean? Jorge, he's very comfortable here. Oh, very comfortable. This he is, means this... every, like, it's not business to him. It's personal. Yeah. And I think that that could actually play a factor in how the fight plays out a little bit. Because one person was just doing it disingenuously, and the other person tells me, "No, this, this is personal." And like you're fighting, right? Like yeah. I really don't believe like you can go in and try harder. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you have Colby. I think would have been better off backing off the bad guy thing on this one and just fighting this one be like yeah you should be teammates things happen but like we're gonna get in there and fight i just i don't know did you see the interview with uh dan lambert no about he did an interview talking about what happened and how they you know and they were kind of going he, he told the story about how they were kind of going at it and then one day they were like really going at it and he's like hey man we can't have this at the gym he had a conversation and said hey if you guys do this again you're done. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you've been here. Like you're done. If you, I can't have this distraction in my gym, which is acceptable. Right. Two days later, they're in on Twitter talking trash. He text, he group text messaged both of them and said, you're both done. And Kobe responded, Hey, I understand. If you think that's what's best, I'll, I'll do what's best. I'll leave the gym. He left. Jorge's like, no way, dude. I've been it's here since the beginning. I'm not leaving. Dan's like, Nope, you're leaving. A couple months went by. Uh, something happened and, and Jorge's daughter, I think it was told Dan Lambert something and said, I can't remember the whole story, but basically said something 
she wasn't going to do something unless Jorge got let back to the gym. So he let Jorge back in the gym. He caved and let him back in the gym after like two or three months. Yeah, I just uh, – I, I think people are sleeping on Jorge, including you. I think you're sleeping on him. Here, here's the thing. What and this is and th this is the one thing. Jorge's never been knocked out before. He's coming off his first ever being knocked out, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So that is like my one little like kind of pump the brakes on this. But the two is, Colby is not a knockout artist. He is a volume guy. I don't think his pressure and his volume breaks Jorge. I don't. So his path to victory is a decision. Jorge's path to victory is a knockout. Neither of them are submitting the other. Yeah, see, I don't think I don't think uh um yeah, I don't think either one submit neither one, but I just I don't even know if 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 Jorge can knock out Covington. I think he can. I just I don't Covington's striking's gotten better in those oh, Usman yeah. fights. Oh it, it it got better, but so it got better. So we talked about this. This is another thing. I think it got better from the standpoint of it got better because he knew Usman, right? Usman's yeah. still the goal. Yes. Right? Yep. So he got better because I think he studied Usman and he got better going against Usman. I don't – I actually still believe – and I know that Usman knocked Jorge out-out, but I still think Jorge's a better striker than Usman overall. Usman is just – he's incredible – and the other thing is, this Jorge underestimated Usman striking a little bit. Remember, he went into it. Oh, he did. He said, he said, you yeah. don't have the ability to put somebody out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, he does. He so, but the other thing, like, again, I think some of those things, like, I just don't think there's, uh, Jorge's getting enough credit for being a, just being the vet that he is. Like, he said it in an interview. He's like, I've been a professional fighter yeah. for 20 years and i just yeah i just i think i think jorge i think this fight is more competitive than people realize i think i think if they fought 10 times i think colby would win more than jorge but colby's like minus 290 by now no he's three like three something okay now. three something i think 335 that's, i think that's too much that's all i'm saying I think that's too much. I, I don't disagree with that. I think, like you said, I think we see a decision three to two, three rounds to two, early rounds. Maybe, maybe Jorge's getting the best of him. And then I just think. I will say this. Pressure, pressure. I will say pressure. this. I think Jorge needs to finish it inside three rounds. Yeah. Probably two. If it goes much past that, Colby will drain his tank enough that Jorge will stay in it and he's ready. You, you, most KO knockout artists, which I, I put, I classify Jorge in the knockout artist thing. Yeah. Most of them have lost enough juice to really just put somebody's lights out by the fourth, fifth round. It's pretty crazy that this, let's this, put it this, let's put it this way. Yeah. I will say this. If it gets there, I think Colby for sure wins rounds four and five. What is, is this, has there been another pay-per-view, a non-title pay-per-view? Well, the first one was Jorge Nate Diaz for the BMF title. That's right. That's right. So you want to talk about star. Jorge literally is the guy. 
Oh wait, did you watch like, the press conference? Kobe Connor, got, Kobe got more more love at the at the press conference than Jorge did. He, okay, I, I, Connor I, Connor Poirier was a headliner, yeah. no title fight. So there's that. I, I'm um, pick- but there's two people that get headline pay per view cards with no title. Yeah, Connor Jorge. That's the pecking order. You, you can't deny the attraction these two are building with the hype that the UFC's built up with these two guys. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I think everybody, but like, like you said, like it, it almost got to the point. Like, I think Colby's crossed too many lines and he's, he's taken away from it. Jorge's gonna get Colby has his supporters because of the Trump thing. Yeah, you know, it's what one thing that was really interesting in that press conference though is Jorge said. Why don't you let everybody know why Trump doesn't like you anymore? Really? I didn't catch that. Jorge said that. I asked him that a couple times. He said, why don't you tell everybody why Trump doesn't like you anymore? Jorge he said it to you. Covington? Yeah. I didn't catch that. I caught the Obama phone thing. Uh, Kobe Tain. Oh, he I probably did. Who cares? Yeah. I, that doesn't bother me. See, that, that stuff doesn't bother me at all. That, that stuff I, doesn't bother me at all. Like, I, I don't. I, I don't even care that when Kobe said... When Colby said the thing about Jorge, that was Marissa's wife. She paid the bills. Yeah, dude, that's that's half of professional MMA is the wives are the breadwinners. Why the guys are yeah, trying I, to get no, yeah, that's, I, I, that's I didn't mind that. But There's... when he talks about when he talks about cheating on his wife, that you're not around for your kids, that. child support stuff like that, it's like yeah, I no because yeah, I mean I don't know and it. it but who, who was it that somebody just said it, commented on the podcast? It's like everything's everything's fair game because you got to go, you got to get in the cage and close that's, the doors well, and fight it out. So say well, whatever you want. But well, that's what Chell Sutton's always yeah. said, right? There's no lines. And Colby, who one of his mentors and idols is Chell Sutton. Yeah, from from or both from yep. Oregon. Uh, I think Colby basically took Chell's blueprint and boomed it up you know like times 10 with how nasty he gets with it chill got chill got pretty nasty in some of those press conferences too though i i think kobe's kind of the he's cringy to me he's just like yeah maybe because you see through it a lot you know what i mean because it's fake it's just it's the same thing with cejudo yeah it's because it's like dude that's not you that's not that's not authentic the reason why we all love jorge when he talks it, it feels authentic. Connor, it feels authentic. Yeah. Like. Oh, no. Connor's feels real. You, you, that's you know the, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you buy like, that. You feel it. And that's what that's what the attraction is, is the authenticity. When it's Colby or Henry Cejudo or these people trying to do it, it's like, meh. Like, I, I can do without it. I, I mean, I've, how many times have I defended Colby on here, though? He had no choice, right? He really did. Yeah, they told him. After. Yeah, they and told him. They... It was pretty funny when the when the reporter asked Dana, "Did you see that?" The reporter asked Dana if that yeah. story was true. Oh, Dan Lambert talked about it too. And, on that Dan, thing. and, and Dana was like, "I don't know, never heard it." I'm like, yeah, "No." Dan on, Lambert talked know. about it. It's like, yeah. "Hey, he's good, but we're gonna have to find something else because he's yeah, he's not marketable." So okay, you you're picking Colby. I'm picking Colby. I'm picking Colby. Jorge. Woohoo! Are you are you are you sprinkling? Yeah. Yeah, at plus 290, yeah, I'm taking Jorge Masvidal. You know the only reason that I'm like, damn, because the Jorge really – because I'm like all Kobe, right? 
And the only reason that I'm second guessing that is because you've been on fire with your <laughs> and you've been kicking my butt lately. So, but I'm still this. I mean, I I have missed some bets betting with my heart or picks with my heart, and it kind of does feel like it. But that's the other thing too. I, I I think I am justifying a little bit. One, you're, nobody's betting Colby minus three thirty. No, I wouldn't. Right? Bet. No, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Right? No. So if you make him a parlay piece, and then yeah. that's going to win your parlay, and then and then you hedge with Jorge, that's a really good. That's yeah. a really good. Uh, that that was one of the best. greatest. One of the ever. best. Uh, the uh, yeah, I, but and it kind of does feel like, like I'm like, am I just picking with my heart here? And I'm like, but it's like. I, I think there are distinct paths to victory, and I think that people are underestimating Jorge's uh, ability to 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 pull to be a be a vet and pull something off, like the flying knee thing, right? That was such a one. But they said, "Well, like, why'd you do it?" And he was like, "Because because he's a wrestler, and I knew that I, I knew if I ran at him, that's what he would do." Yeah, right. That is just a savvy veteran. Like I've been around a long time. Like. I know, I know what they do. I think Jorge, I think Jorge actually has an advantage, more of an advantage because of their past training together than Colby does of Jorge. I don't think their past training is going to play into effect because it was so long ago. ago. Um, what? Different different weight classes. Different weight classes too. Yeah, that's when Jorge was a 155er. Fiji wants to know how would you rate Colby's chin? It's good. I think it's, I mean, look, he well, took Usman's he here, shots. Here's the, here's the thing with, with Colby. Here's the thing with Cole. See, and that's the other thing. Usman let his hands go yeah. more against Jorge, right? I think than Colby. I think Usman knows when you fight Colby, you can't like put a hundred percent behind punches, or else he his gas tank will outlast you. So he even Usman has to pace himself more against somebody like he even he even complimented kobe that he's very sneaky with his strikes striking he's like he caught me with a couple shots that he didn't see coming he's 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 elevated his game in that in that department oh yeah i think he's got i mean it took to the fifth round to get knocked out from it's not just kobe's chin it's his mental toughness he's got the wrestler mindset that is probably his biggest advantage i would say that and his cardio and his pressure yeah um all right, so we got a little disagreement here. I, I, I think his cardio is decent. I think I'll bet you. I, I think people are are good. I think people are going to be impressed with his cardio and his wrestling. But see, I don't think it's going to be. I, I don't think Kobe's going to go in there and dominate with his wrestling. I think it's going to be the, the shot. And I, I just, I mean, maybe it's more of a stand up fight. Who knows? See, if it is a stand up fight, I think that's dangerous for Kobe. See, that's where I think people are under, underestimating Colby is I think his stand-up is going to be better than what people are thinking. I think he showed a lot in that last fight with, with Usman. We're going to find out. We're going to find out tomorrow night. I'm taking Covington. He's taking Ori. Zach's been on fire with, with his pick, so. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys Monday. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We out.